Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We're reporting once again, live from the Trap House. Another solo episode today. Another you know, solo episode. Sometimes that's just how we gotta roll, you know? Yeah, sometimes it's a Monday, or in this case, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. Really, it's Thursday at midnight, because that's when we're recording this live. Yeah, live, as always. But it's like, okay, we have to do this like our hair's on fire. Yeah. And I have a 30-minute window to do it. And it's like the, the, the hole where the bomb goes on the Death Star where it just it has to be perfectly Perfect. timed. Perfect. Otherwise, Almost like it was it's just designed to work. be there. Just like it was designed to be there. What do you think about that? Because I know it makes some nerds pissed off. I think that that all of those movies kind of fucking suck. (laughs) Cap. I'm glad we found something we disagree You don't even believe in that. (laughs) I think that the first one was great because it revived the franchise, and I can appreciate that, even if it's not, like, the best Star Wars movie. Are you talking about the new ones? Yeah. Okay. But... See, I thought the you were other two of this new trilogy are trilogy. like actually stupid. No, and I thought you were trolling me. I'm talking about how uh, in the like, what is it? Rogue Seven. One. They oh, yeah. they literally reveal that it was designed to be that way, and it's just like, sure, I guess. I haven't seen that since it came out, but I really like that one. That one's the best one of the like re. Dues, yeah, you know? it's not even an actual one. Because it, it works because it actually fills in with characters that you've, like, never really even seen, mm-hmm. you know? Besides in, like, reference. Yeah. And so, I think that works as, like, a solo film, even. But the solo movie kind of sucked. They were really just trying to get it with the cast. But if, if like, two out of three of the new trilogy are just shit, it's shit. It's funny that I have a lot of, like, positive emotions for things associated with my birthday. Yeah. And so, like... They got you? Music and movies and stuff like that that comes out Fair on enough. my birthday, it it gives me a little bit of... Because it came out on my birthday, like, on the actual day, May 26th. And so we went to go watch it. I don't think that was my quote-unquote birthday party but it was just part of the celebration and it's just fun to go to the movies you know eat some candy stuff like that really not a good movie but it was enough to keep me entertained and that's that's something that hollywood is truly lost fair honestly if you're going to the movie theater though it's easy enough for it to like be more captivating Mm -hmm. just because it's like this is what i'm here yeah it's the prime experience for the movie you know as opposed to like watching it watching a, something on tv or on your phone and yeah and flipping it to another channel on commercial literally can you believe i i've been watching hulu recently i really can't believe that they just got ads on there like it's literally just like the ads on tv used to be except they'll just play two of them instead of like a whole commercial break where you have like three to maybe five ads even we just kind of going for full circle on. Here's on that what's shit. fucked up about it, because we can talk about the full circle nature I was of it. About how I feel YouTube like used to be so good, and I, now it's just. I I feel like we were kind of predicting it before it actually happened. Absolutely. 
but now everyone's talking about how it's just cable now and it's yeah. just kind of a boring thing to but what I will say about what's horrible about it it's it's fucking insanity that I'll watch something on Max yeah and it will play the same ad multiple times back to back in the same ad break well it'll be or like... it'll be like there's five ad breaks in an episode and the same two commercials are in every ad break. I can what does that help? When it's advertising for other, whatever you're watching it on, originals. Yeah. That feels reasonable. Yeah. But when all of it is like the dumb, oh my god, on Hulu, on our like Roku TV, it literally fucking gives you the choice of like, for yeah. this product. Yeah, I've seen that. And then it'll just sit on that screen until you click something. I don't even want to fucking think about it. Just play a goddamn yeah. advertisement for me. I'm not going to watch it anyway. Get it over with. You know what's something... That is insane. You know what's something cool that YouTube TV does that no one else does? Hmm. They have skippable ads sometimes. Yeah. And you'll, you'll skip them and the commercial break won't be over so it'll be like... Enjoy this serene moment in nature before the what? ad breaks over. Uh, you haven't seen this? It's it's kind of wild. That is insane. You skipped but, it just for it to be like, actually, no. Here's something else. Well, uh, it, it's a carryover from YouTube, which yeah. makes sense because YouTube's all on-demand stuff. Yeah. While the difference is when I'm fucking watching something on TV live, mm-hmm. that those ad breaks are still there. Like, skipping it doesn't just automatically make the show come back on. So it just gives you a moment of peace where it's like, ah, no ads. Yeah, I don't know. I I hate... Here's the worst thing about ads. They never reply to me. It's always about some fucking medication that makes me mad that, that people are taking Ozempic for weight loss now. Makes me mad. Yeah. A lot of these medications is how... The medical industry is nowadays. And it goes back to the very beginning of time when I was flipping back from 42 to 52 on cable, which was Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. And they'd be trying to sell me insurance. Yeah. On the commercial breaks. I'm fucking six years old. That's why they... I am 22 years old. I still do not pay insurance myself. Yeah, facts. Why the fuck were they doing that? (laughs) I think it's funny because a lot of, uh, like, why uh, shows don't last on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon is the toy sales will drop eventually. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why aren't you advertising the fucking toys to the p- children that are fucking watching your thing to fill your own pockets instead of, like, playing ads for parents? And just and- hoping that when that kid is at the fucking store... They'll see a thing related to the thing that your show is and want to buy it. Like, yeah. no, yeah, that's you gotta extreme. you gotta push that shit. And I always liked the and it'd toy be good ads stuff that would get because I love fucking toys. So who doesn't? Th- that stuff made sense when that came on. It would be like get the new SpongeBob Lego set, whatever the fuck. Facts. And it would be like, okay, this is something that actually Wait. applies to yeah. me. That I might circle in the catalog. Oh my god, wait. What channel was, like, 
Yu-Gi-Oh and Sonic the Hedgehog. Bo- Boomerang? Was it Boomerang? Boomerang no. was like uh, the the Jetsons and Samurai Jack. Fuck. And I know what you're like talking that. about though. You know what I'm talking because yes. it was literally like an alt alternative yes. network thing. That shit was wild. Cause like I, we always talk about like Cartoon Network shaping a generation, you know? And and same with like some stuff from Nickelodeon for sure. But think about like how Yu-Gi-Oh and Sonic were like edgy in comparison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In cause... in the weirdest way. They literally took like Sega's Mario, you know, big main character, and they were like, okay, but what if he was edgy? What if there was a, a dark version of him for the edgy kids? I what never if... watched Sonic. I I would just kind of like it was in the rotation, you know? You literally just are like, alright, here are like the five channels that have cartoons on them. Just switch around all day. Especially when best invention for television was the fucking last show button. Yeah. Iconic. Whoever came up with that probably did not get enough credit. That's what the invention of the Roku, they were like, yeah, we're going to... We're gonna streamline this remote. How did the last button not reach your lexicon there? Literally. That's the most important button. Just give me a volume button, a channel button, and a last button. Yeah. Cause like and besides I'm good. Yeah. Besides like settings and stuff like that, that's really all you need. Cause what you can do perfectly is if you're watching like Hoodwinked on Cartoon Network and you're watching yeah. like SpongeBob on Nickelodeon, you can line it up perfectly where when one show goes to an ad break, the other show is just coming out of an ad break, and you never have to watch commercials. The You don't honestly, get that option on streaming. This is making me, like, the only places that I have still experienced this power is hotels. Yes. You thanks. know? Like, literally put on a movie on one channel, show on another, every ad break. I have a perfect conversation to bring up now. Awesome. Because, because I was kind of bringing this up. This was a conversation about that 70s show that I was talking with Caroline about. Because she loves that show. She's a she's yeah. a bigger That 70s Show fan than I am. And I was saying... That the perfect scenario for that show is in a hotel room. Yeah. You can just turn on an episode. You don't need to have any context. You don't need to know a fucking thing about the show. You can laugh. You can laugh with your friends. You can laugh with your parents. You can, uh, you know, it can start different conversations and stuff. And it's just mindless entertainment that you don't have to pay super close attention for. Honestly. So, so what's that hotel tv for you what's what's the best things to be like or even i was at, about to even say, at your house just like what's some shit to just put on and mindlessly for me the setup is like movie on one channel and then when there's an ad break switch to like animal planet or discovery channel you know those are both or like the cooking channel those yeah. are like those- passive so you can watch it, but not be trying to keep track of anything. Yeah. 
and then just switch back to your thing. Unless you get invested in the stories on Animal Planet, you're like, I hope this <laughs> baby capybara well, bear. I mean, nowadays get we're just like winter. cryptids and Bigfoot shit. Yeah, you know? not even real animals. Those nature shows are harsh, man. Yeah, they make me sad. Oh, dude, I was, I was, I've always been a cynic, just because when I was a kid, genuinely. I would watch that shit, and that's back when they would show, like, a lion fucking up a giraffe. And my grandma would be like, Preston, isn't this sad? And I'm like, no, it's the circle of life, grandma. Like, I I watched Lion King. I got the fucking gist. Shit happens. We out here. <laughs> on the savannah. It, it's so funny that my dad was always adverse to nature shows and stuff like that whenever we go see like a nature movie yeah you know, always be like fuck man i don't want to see this my mom would always be like i just want to see the cute animals whatever whatever when and, I see and them dad's like eaten. yeah to like fucking get mauled yeah no see that's i think that's why they stopped putting that shit on now it's just shark week bigfoot uh maybe some replays of shit you know, you know who has the best nature documentaries? They're not documentaries at all. The Disney nature stuff because they don't show. The, it's just yeah, it's just pretty animals. It's the most uh, Hollywood adapted version Peaceful. of nature. Because what you said is and totally true. And they'll do that, like fake plot and stuff, even. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're like, watch this animal try to get food. Look at its journey. Look at this baby gorilla. His name is Jimmy. <laughs> right. He His species doesn't even form words. So his name is not actually Jimmy. But, but we'll call him We're Jimmy. calling him fucking Jimmy. Nah. I couldn't, I couldn't do that shit though because they're not supposed to like interact with the animals. You know? Yeah. And I'm one of those people where I just want to pet it. I want to, I want to be friends. I want to feed it. I want it to be my homie. Not if it's a fucking jaguar. No, nah, no. Nah. Gut you. But I was talking the other day about how, like, every animal probably has a little bit of dog in them just because <laughs> you'll see plenty of rescues where they have, like, tigers or lions and shit that have been rescued as cubs. And so they're fucking chill with, like, the rescue people yeah. and like the vets that work with them and mm-hmm. shit because they've known them their entire life yeah. they're like man that's, that's i don't right. even got a family like i guess yeah. you'll do weird monkey thing yeah you know we have a topic to get to do you know that i we're, do not know that we're 15 minutes into the show i we thought have... we were flying blind this whole thing <laughs> uh, ad lib we usually are <laughs> you know like jazz <laughs> yeah exactly there was some a big piece of pop culture entertainment that happened today. Did you hear about this? Did you see it? The GTA 6 trailer. Oh, I did. So, I did. So, I've not watched the trailer. So everyone was was whoring about how we're, we finally got GTA 6. We finally got GTA 6. And, and then the end of the trailer says, like, game coming in 2025. Yeah, you know, and which I is saw pe- reasonable, and I saw people reacting to that. They just like it was announced the Witcher thing Four for like twenty twenty five or something like that. Like, they'll Pe- just people just, they announce games that far out. 
People just people don't even understand. Like, it means that they're they've been developing it for probably the past three years or some shit at most. People act like the shit's like fucking like an album trailer, literally. And, and they're like, "Oh, dropping this Friday!" Like, if you fucking oh thought God, that GTA right? Six was just about to drop, just out of the blue, you're fucking insane. But another th- problem with that is just like, I'd love to have Luke on the show at some point to kind of talk about this more qualified than I am. Yeah, but... But just like the microwave society in video games where people people uh, get mad when the game developers push back the dates of their games. Right, but they also get mad when and they release stuff And then it comes out and they're unfinished as fuck. Yeah. There are no bugs, they're just features, alright? And it's like, it's like that one kid with a pistachio ice cream in Spongebob, but I don't like pistachio. <laughs> then why did you ask for it? People are just so expectant of getting shit right now. I need this shit right now. And I have a more pressing thing than that. Oh, wait. Why... Why do people care so much about getting a new GTA game in the first place? Can you explain that to me? Because for some reason people still play GTA like 5 online and it's That's one of those what it is. I understand. It's got that. replayability cuz it's a big open world and it's one of those like mindless games that you can kind of just keep saved so you have one game that you're playing now yeah. on your PS4, or PS5 and then you have that as, like, your casual game. I, I get all that. I'm not disparaging I, So, I'm saying that's why that's all. popular. But, honestly, it's just been forever, you know? So, people are, like, hyped for it in a way. People who are fans of it, at least, are... And those people are usually vocal online because half of them are probably incels. Um, it, it has been a thing... Since the beginning of the time, since, like, yeah. I remember in, like, 2014, 2015, like, people were talking about, like, oh, excited for that GTA 6. It might never come out, but I'm right, excited for exactly. it. exactly. And to me, it's, like, kind of like a COD game. Yeah, where absolutely. Where what is going to come out of it that's going to be so different. And COD kind of realized that that's what people want is the same shit. Oh, absolutely. Because you remember when they started doing, like, the advanced warfare stuff? Oh, my God. And they started God. doing, like, all these future guns and stuff? For me? And then people received it horribly. They were like, okay, let's go back to modern warfare. Yeah. Regular-ass game mechanics, because that's what people like. Well, I think it's just, like I said, mindless gaming. You know, it's easy to just turn on, especially if you have online mode for a lot of people that's alluring just because no game's the same. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it, it really is about skill. But I also, I'm somebody who's really about story-driven games. So right now I'm replaying Witcher 3 and I'm doing an entire, I'm challenging myself I like games with replayability as well, but for me, my definition of replayability is 
I can do an entirely different build. I can make an entirely different play style and have to learn a whole new play style from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's like like watching a comforting movie almost, you know? I like having a, a plot that I can just be sort of familiar with and, like, do again. Yeah. You know? Um... I've never really been one for, like, competitive gaming, you know? I don't have a gaming headset, so it wouldn't be very Yeah, you don't enjoyable. do a lot of games that much. Um, you know, played my share of first-person shooters. I think Call of Duty is honestly the perfect example of the way that people are excited for uh, GTA 6. Just because... It's been so long. It's been so long... And it's, it's going to be almost exactly the same game, just bigger and shinier, you know? Otherwise, meh. That's not much difference. That's kind of why I don't get it, because Me it's kind of like, okay, what are you going to... What they could make different is the story mode. I know a lot yeah. of people are invested in like the story mode for this shit, Which is, but you know, I know a lot of people i feel like the majority of people just like to fuck around on gta and drive around and fuck around and stuff absolutely it's literally used as like a second life chat room to hang out with the homies yeah a lot of the time um did you see that elon musk said that like he didn't get it but it's more so because he tried to play uh he was like but uh in GTA 5, one of the first things you have to do is shoot a cop, and I couldn't play past that. I was like, bro. It's a fucking game. It's a fucking game. It's a video game. Something such game. a wuss. It's a fucking video game. And then so many people were like, bro, bought a game called Grand Theft Auto and thought he, thought he wouldn't have to commit crimes. Yeah, and thought that he'd be able to just work as like a grocery store employee. <laughs> That's probably what the super rich really want to play. Yeah. VR normal life. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking. I I haven't even played GTA like that, which is why I might sound fucking nah, ignorant dude. to me. I've played it multiple times. Like, the story mode's meh. And the mechanics are nice, you know? It's like, it's fun for a little bit, but... And having the open world thing, I think, is what makes a game have but a that's... lot of replayability. In the same way that, like, people are still playing Skyrim Absolutely. a thousand years but later. But my big thing on that is, like, that's standard for most games now. You but know? Have, has, do people really do it, if like, you present me to a game few with... goaded games? Like, a lot of yeah. them try to do the open world shit and just are not successful at it or at least not successful in the way of like i think we've had bangers for years on open world shit i mean just fallout all the fallouts and you know skyrim oblivion uh the witcher games uh the god of war games um i played the outer worlds which was made by the uh studio that did new vegas and I've replayed that a couple times. I think it has decent replayability because it is kind of a builds game. You ever play uh, Just Cause 3? 
I've been... It's one of those where it keeps... Com- like, a Just Cause game or... Uh, oh, gosh. What's the... There's one where it's got, uh, like, you play as a caveman. Far Cry. Yeah. Um, those keep popping up as, like, my PS4, you know, discounted game of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I keep debating it. Same with, like, the Mafia games and stuff like that. Or I've played, like, uh, Saints Row. I-, I love the last Saints Row game just because I think GTA, tr- like, tries to be realistic enough so you get to play like a, a almost a real world like criminal, mm-hmm. but in the Saints Rose games, they're just trying to be ridiculous. It's literally like a parody GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's like more than ten games right there that I just listed off. But like, but a I lot of that, those you know, are like one goaded games and two older games. A lot of those aren't last you ten know, years, you know. We, we Shit. At least have... Skyrim and Fallout are not the last 10 years at this point. Shit. <laughs> Is that really the case? Yes. When did Skyrim come out? Like 2012? I think like 2010 maybe. There ain't no way Skyrim came out in 2010. I gotta know this right now actually as like a big Skyrim nerd. Feel like the graphics. Five years ago was 2018. Ooh, it's 2011. Damn. Over 10 years ago. That's crazy, actually. And uh, Minecraft, of course, is a Minecraft world game. I can't loaded. believe I forgot Minecraft, bro. I but, think I think I love how Minecraft stays so relevant, you know? Yeah, I do too. But just think about how many open world games that people made that just felt empty and that people just don't really give a shit about now. Yeah. You know? Like, a lot more open world games have been made than have actually been successful. True. Because some people try to design games where it's like, yeah, this is totally a game where you could just... Because that's the appeal of games like that where it's like, okay, you can invest a billion hours into this. Yeah. But... Sometimes they don't even focus on the gameplay. That they don't even focus on making it fun. Making they have to earn, you know, your respect for you to want to play. I was about to say there's also a mechanic that we're sort of ignoring in that, which is like you have uh, to level up your character and shit like that. You know, in a lot of other games, you just your character is able to do what your character is able to do. You're the one with the like skill to use it well. And so, in games like that where you have to invest hours just to be able to play the game, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, past a certain point. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's where the replayability comes in as well. Is like, it's not just that there's always going to be different shit to do, but also that it's going to take you a while to redo it. Even, yeah, you know, I mean. Fuck, I'm my character is only at like. It can take you know. Oh gosh, let's see when when did I make my first? I made my first Skyrim character. I probably played it up to level thirty something. And that was probably over a year worth, of playing Skyrim almost every day. You know. Yeah. It's just time consuming by nature. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because my brother loves 
uh, Fortnite. I think I'm gonna I I'm gonna give him like uh, I have Destiny two on the disc, and I might get him like Overwatch or something like that, cause. He just plays Fortnite. He says he likes creative mode, which is cool because he'll just hang out with his buddies in there. And I, he, he says that he doesn't get games like Skyrim and stuff like that. Anytime he watches me play them, he's just like, it's kind of boring. Like, I don't really get it. And I'm just like, I'm probably doing something boring in the game, like mining XP for my character or something. Because yeah. at a certain point, that's how you game instead of just like doing all the side quests. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, you're right. But then I'll like go and do a mission. And I like that there's a plot even for like the smallest little side quest. Yeah. You know, and for uh, Witcher three recently, it's just been kind of like, I'll be doing a main mission. And if I run into a side quest, I know that's just free XP. I'm just going to do it no matter what. Mm. Um, I don't know. Have you played anything recently? What was the last uh, open world game you'd say? Probably Minecraft. Yeah? Because, cause yeah, I don't play a whole ton of games and, you know, I get hyper fixated on, Same. Uh, you know, Competitive games specifically, I need to stop playing Overwatch, but <laughs> it's just too entertaining. Yeah, and the thing about heavily story-driven games like you were talking about, it requires like my full attention, which is something that I don't like. I don't like yeah. being able to throw on I get that. a podcast while playing a game. I like being wow. able to listen to music while yeah. playing games. I like. Uh, Sometimes I'll fucking be watching Netflix on my phone while playing games. If I'm binge watching a show, I've been there, and it's not something where like I have to watch it like with my eyes, oh, like dude. intently. No, go way back. Playing Skyrim on the 360, decently long loading screen. Sometimes back when YouTube was choice. Oh yeah perfect combo yeah what god what were loading screens made for fucking youtube all right i perfect. mean i mean youtube videos is perfect for it too yeah I, I listen to a lot of youtube videos like podcasts i mean yeah that's totally doable because a lot of the stuff is like quote-unquote video essays so it's just right it's just a it monologue shit. yeah just a good monologue to listen to while you're killing people in your game, you know? Chill. It's my week, right? Yeah. It's crazy how fast it comes back to us when, uh, it's, just, when yeah. it's just us <laughs> for a few weeks. So, I think I uh, have to go back to my roots. I think I have to go back to rap for this one. Yeah. Uh, this is one that's been kind of in the chamber to do this for for a long time sweet and i've just never gotten to it for whatever reason uh i'm interested to hear what you think of it this is solitude of enoch by ka no synthetic survivors in my father it's my whole genetic i rhyme like divinity 
times the enemy cry from the imagery Where we stood, no neighborhood center free From the curb of any deserved and when it's me To quiet the stomach we had to rummage Congregate with all denominations, we wanted hundreds We got it popping at the top of the morning Couldn't imagine what mothers on gutter blocks was enduring We took the hits cause now was alarming My boy back up top got popped for his young So that was Ka uh, If you've listened to any episodes of the show You know that's exactly the type of heady, weird, mm-hmm. underground shit that I love uh, when this came out, I feel like it was a perfect time for it to come out. It came out in 2020 during the pandemic, yeah. and I feel like that was a really great time for mainstream rap. And this was almost the antithesis to that for me. So I would be bumping Lil Uzi, I'd be bumping Lil Baby, and then I'd be like, okay. When when I'm getting stoned at the end of the oh, night, absolutely. this yeah. is going Some to be shit. the dark shit that I'm getting into. Yeah, something to actually spoken word shit that to. makes you think. Uh, and yeah, and and this that's what I was gonna say. My feeling on this is we always talk about like some shit's just a vibe when you're like driving in the car, kind mm-hmm. of good vibes, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out, music or whatever. Yeah, but this is some shit to literally. If you are just listening to music, yeah, put this on. Absolutely, vibe, spark so, up, chill, yeah. and take it in. You know, because it's it's spoken word poetry shit at the end of the mm-hmm. day, and he's really talking about a lot. You know, yeah, he is. and and I love the echo to his voice. Yeah, I think it it's very dramatic effect and you know, like adds to the sort of plot and atmosphere of the song. And otherwise just a little like guitar in the background. And yeah. It has a, some like some some symbols and shit. It has a great really sound to it. And amp it up at certain points. And the production does make it the sound like it's phenomenal, dude. It sounds like it's some old school shit. Almost. Well, because there's like a little graininess to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh but I could write a fucking 20-page paper Ouch, on yeah. the shit that he's talking about here. Just the detail and the entendres and the metaphors and different shit that he's connected together. I could talk about it all day. I'm going to try to talk about it in this blurb five-minute yeah. segment here. Uh, but this is off of an album called Descendants of Cain. And so you hear a few like vocal samples where you hear someone say, Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And in the chorus, he's talking about brothers killing brothers, descendants of Cain. Mm-hmm. So basically, the story of Cain in the Bible, Cain and Abel, uh, I don't really know the whole story, to be honest, but basically that's what it some, is. Some biblical shit of family Cain, killing family and, you know, Cain, Old Testament type Cain shit. Cain and Abel were uh, Adam and Eve's children, yeah. and Cain killed Abel, and God punished him and gave him the quote-unquote mark of Cain. Yeah. And it's uh, it's said that it's still war by Cain's ancestors today. And that's on the racist 
talk about they say that yeah. being black is the mark of Cain, which is just one layer of it. Yeah, and he's absolutely. also talking about uh, brothers killing brothers, which is you know black on black violence. Yeah, but he's also talking about it from the perspective of someone who's in that, so it's far from just outwardly yeah. condemning it. Because he's talking about, uh, he has one line in here where he talks about, uh, I had to grow up quick and be the man of the house yeah. to protect my mom. Well, and he's talk- he talks about like wanting to kill his cousin. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's yeah. interesting because earlier today I was listening to No Dope on Sundays and this sort of talks about similar, mm-hmm. you know, imagery mm-hmm. and just talk, not only the black on black violence, but also getting into like honorable versus dishonorable yeah. practices out on the street. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that talks about like No Dope on Sundays talks about like selling drugs to your family and yeah. your family being addicted to shit that you're pushing. And then also talks about, you know, like if you really are out here like that, like you probably don't want to be. You're trying to save up for something good in your life Mm -hmm. and this talks about the same thing where it's like you know we're out here really trying to make you know make money for ourselves and be able to use that to better our lives and so it's one of those things where it like not only does it go to the really dark aspects of those experiences Mm -hmm. but it also talks about the practical and like even you know beneficial sides of those experiences yeah uh just based off of that he said uh how to use your fist to change your fiscal figuring out how to become rich became the ritual Mm -hmm. just his rhymes and everything about it is so crazy the only thing that you can point to about this rap and say that it's not crazy is maybe his flow if you're used to you know I don't think Kendrick baby Keem off the wall sort of flows but if anything I think the fact that I don't think it would fit there's not really drums on this yeah and the fact there's that no he's, beat he's got it's, it's just he's making tempo. the rhythm in the song yeah so I think that there's something to be said about that. Then. Like I said, spoken word poetry you know some mm-hmm. shit where like you say a line you snap you say a line snap. Yeah. And so there's sort of that atmospheric in the background, but then they'll throw in some symbols mm-hmm. and some like uh, maybe some horns or whatever to sort of close out. Here, here's the craziest one. Here's the craziest line. Feeling weak for being in love like a more shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's old-timey speak to call someone a moor who's black if you uh i think it was like merchant of venice that i read which is the shakespeare play where it uses that to talk about moorish people quote Mm -hmm. unquote but also a moor means love yeah and so he's talking about i love uh, a good double entendre just like the layers to that of like absolutely not you're not supposed to be soft or weak in the streets to be successful if anything being in love brings danger to those people that you are in love with yeah so just the fact that that has so many layers including like 
from like the racist perspective of like, you know, literally not believe that they are capable of love. Yeah. You see how this has like every bit of this just has so many layers. Yeah, there's a lot of and shit that you could read into it. So uh, talk about replayability, you know? Just yeah, absolutely. Being able to go back to it and try to break it down a little bit more every time. And that's uh that's really cool about it because I hate when when you hear just surface level shit in the underground and people are like, Oh, you don't get this. This is just this is just so deep, this is just so complex. Yeah. Is it though? Is it really? Right. Cause I've heard a lot of shit and I do not think most shit is even close to as complex as yeah. this. And like you said, that's uh that makes me want to come back to it when I can It's one of those here I can pick out shit today that I've never right. heard in there. Um it's one of those where like there's enough on first listen for me to where it's interesting mm-hmm. and I will probably listen to it again. And so that it already has you want to come back because it's so complex, mm-hmm. but there's enough that you can pick up on. And I was at least reading the lyrics while listening to it so that I got a little bit more out of mm-hmm. it. That's good. Um, more uh, so just so that I had, like, subtitles. Yeah. You know? Um, what do you think about his style, how he's kind of soft-spoken, and sometimes the beat can kind of uh, overshadow uh, you being able to hear him? What do you think of Ka himself on first list i feel like you've brought him up before not like for musical maybe, intermission but maybe, like maybe I have. we've been talking about something it, it is very you know like something i expect you to listen to and it's one of those where i know that it's not for everybody yeah you know you really have to not just be i don't think it's about like what you like to listen to even I think it's about what your mindset is. And so if you are somebody that likes something this complex, this heady, to, you know, really dig your teeth into, because that's not how everybody listens to music, but I can appreciate a song like this where you have to kind of think about it while you're listening. It's not just a vibe. And I love, like you were saying, like, his voice is kind of the beat a little bit mm. and that yeah. there is mostly just sort of like atmospheric sound being added instrumentally mm. and like I said I think the uh, the echo on his voice is genius because um, he self-harmonizes a little bit yeah you know even though he's not singing there's a rhythm to it so it at least kind of yeah. will follow up and it'll end off the chorus really nice by having this sort of like faint because he already has a soft voice like you're saying this sort of faint uh repetition Mm -hmm. to it like an actual as if you were like by yourself in a room just kind of venting and there's sort of just that atmospheric echo already there yeah just forcing you to listen to your own voice i think uh I think this is the first time I've truly been able to, like, explain this, because I feel like I've talked about this before on here, how I need lyrics, how I need there ah, to be something sure, to bro. hear. When, 
when you aesthetically enjoy a song, which I do, yeah. I, I enjoy aesthetic songs that don't have meaning necessarily to them, or at least not meaning like this, which is fine. You get tired of enjoying things aesthetically. When yeah. you're just listening for the sound, for how something sounds, and it sounds Some the stuff same. just kind of sounds the same, yeah. It, it sounds the same every time you listen to it. It's law of diminishing returns. You're never going to enjoy the way something sounds more than when you're first into it, when you're first listening to it. For sure. Something like this, I... If anything, with more listens, you enjoy it more. Yeah. Totally. So, that's something that when... When there's something to cling on to, something to take out of a song, even if it's not like this, even if it's not, you know, the most complex thing in the world, even if it's just complex enough where you can pick up things on multiple listens, yeah, that that takes something to the next level for me. Totally. That was... Uh... Yeah, that was really different to something. I, I've been feeling like I'm in a, a rut with my music a little bit, too. Cause like, I have, too. It's just, I feel like I'm I'm kind of listening to the same stuff. And that's what I don't like about Spotify is I'll put Shuffle on and I feel like I'm listening to the same songs mm-hmm. when I have. I make playlists so that that doesn't happen. So that I have, like, seven hours mm-hmm. worth of music that it can pick from. Yeah. How am I hearing the same songs? Yeah, I'm going to just start like going week by week and just like listening to it beginning to end. You know? Yeah. I'd probably hear more of my playlist if I did that instead of letting it shuffle. Because then it'll just play me the same five songs all fucking day. Yeah. Or what you could do is you could just uh, have the same shuffle and just listen to it throughout. Because I've done that before where... I just haven't reshuffled the music. I've just yeah. left it open, left it to ride. Cause I it just sucks. Cause like sometimes I want to listen to new music, but I don't want to just click on like the radio for a song or album or whatever, or an artist. Yeah. And hear something I really like, but then be busy and not be able to like sit there and like it and save it to my playlist. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So then I actually got to be like actively listening to music if I'm wanting to find new music to listen to, which is, you know, not a lot that I'm just like, yeah, I'm just listening to music right now. It was a uh, wrapped day a couple I know. days ago. And you know what I did this time? Because I was feeling very similar to you, feeling like my music was in a rut that I just have not been listening to as much new shit much, as I want to. How much music I, did you listen to on Spotify out of curiosity? Almost none. Yeah, because M- you always maybe have your, none. your shit. I had like 100,000 hours. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Well, because I have aux at work, dude. Uh, so I'm at yeah. work for like six hours and I just have aux. That makes sense. But I, I combed through... My the people that I was following that posted their rap, and I went through all the artists that I didn't know. And what I would do is I would just click on the like most popular two songs, listen yeah. to them. 
sometimes it would be like, okay, this is decent. I'll save it and see if I really like it because it's hard for me to determine on first list. Some of the shit was like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that you're posting this publicly that this is some of the music you all be listening to. No, honestly, for me, it's just interesting that people get so hyped about it and it's literally like, Bet you it's the same shit you were listening to last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <coughs> I know that's the case for me, basically. Um, I think... Uh, it's just that's that's what you use the app for. I think the most shallow bitch response to it is just like, this is so accurate. Like, yeah. No, no shit. shit. It's they literally rap. have your data. What do you want me to do with it? And another thing that I hate about it, I, I don't want to completely rehash the conversation from last year, but if everybody just has Taylor Swift and Drake on oh their rap, oh my god, I what saw does that do? Much. What does that do for anyone? It's a, a value, a virtue signal to other Drake and Taylor Swift fans that, hey, yes. I too am obsessed with the person that you are obsessed with. I mean, what are we talking about? And I know people don't listen to music for the rap. But if you just have a generic ass wrapped, then why are you even posting it? What's the yeah. what's the point of it? I think it's like you said. Yeah, just to to be like, oh my god, I love Drake so much. Get the fuck off his dick. He's not good. You know what I decided when I was delving into all this shit? I saw Deftones uh, pop up on a lot of people's shit, and I was like, you know, I've I've seen the name before. I've Clicked on their music before, it just never stuck with me. Let me try again. Let me try it yeah. again. That Good shit is fucking terrible, man. <laughs> I don't get the appeal of Deftones at all. Did you get anything good out of anybody's rap? I, I added a bunch of songs. I haven't delved into the, any of the artists more, but that's that's basically what I did was I just added a bunch of oh. random shit. Did you see that after we uh, listened to Pink Panther S that Nardwar did an interview with them? Uh-huh. Lit. Uh, fucking and, love Nardwar. And uh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny? Uh, not like we listened to them, but more so like he also uh, did an interview uh, okay. with them recently. <laughs> I was just she was literally like She was like putting hella respect on his name, too. She was literally like, you're the GOAT. He is the GOAT. He is the GOAT. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, one of those things where I could say, yep, I was approximately two days early on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Because the Narwar interview happened and, uh, her music went viral on TikTok. Like I said, like you said. it was going to go viral Literally. on TikTok, which is, I like when it does that with actual good shit. Yeah. And that's another motivation to stay up on music because if you're late on something and you hear something that's just a fucking TikTok song, you're yeah. like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. Yeah. You know, so there's almost an expiration date on shit like that. I don't know. That might might make me seem too hipster, but that's really... Oh, dude, I feel the same way because TikTok's just like the radio where shit gets overplayed so quickly yeah if you and when we're saying tiktok we're not even saying tiktok we're saying i literally deleted tiktok i just mean 
the multiple other places yeah. where I get TikTok. Where, where they make TikToks. You know? Yeah. Uh, for sure. Like, like, do you want to discover something for yourself, or do you want to hear have a, TikTok hear a video in of, your face and shove it down your throat for days on a end? little white bitch dancing to a good song that you'll never be able to listen to without hearing that? Yeah. Facts. Another. I, I'm gonna do a full review on everybody's raft. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, that would be insane. But another example of that is uh, glass animals. I saw yeah. a glass animals pop up on a few people, so I was like, "Let me hear their shit because that's another name I've heard in the ethos for a while." Them. And you know their popular song, right? That fucking. Uh, Sometimes all I think about is you. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff I too. Hate. That fucking song. Yeah. That just makes me want to turn off their music. It, the, because it's music a fucking meme song. It sounds the same. A little bit. Um, it's in the... It's in a very niche area where all that kind of music sounds very similar. I feel like... Just overly poppy stuff. I think indie... pop. Indie is a pretty terrible genre because I feel yeah. like... Just something that sounds indie makes it's generic. Makes as fuck, bitches want to literally just means listen to it. Any range of shit. You know, saw about Caroline. She has the best taste in indie music. And I'm not just saying that because she's my girlfriend, but uh, I've leech off of her music taste so much. I've added so yeah, many you out of your good zone. indie songs from her. Good, which uh, I do not hear from other people. Yeah, I do not see other people posting good indie shit. Most of the shit that I added was either some. I added some fucking weird shit, bro. I added some like uh, fucking Arab dance shit. Sweet, like I, I'm Sweet. gonna have to go through that whenever I have two seconds of time where I actually Soon. am able to do things. Soon. Any closing remarks? I gotta get home for Chinese. Bet. Uh, I will have uh, been done with classes by the time this comes out. Fuck yeah. Well, that's not true. Uh, At the end of the day, when this comes out. Carl's birthday was yesterday. Shout out, Carl. You still haven't listened, so you still don't get to be on. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna tell him that it is a birthday, though. Um, let's see guest soon possibly yes definitely yes uh i'll try to reach out to a couple of people you'll probably get in touch with pierce or something didn't you say he had a fight recently yeah he just fought he won right sunday awesome and he beat the shit out of a shout out pierce and i'd love to have him on the show and talk about it um yeah i guess that's all the time we have for this week and we'll be back next thursday highly suspicious every Thursday.